0: The big story, Title 42 about to end, and the migrant crisis about to get worse here in New York City. My next guest is a Republican council member from the 51st District. He's also the minority leader in the New York City Council on this show quite a bit. He's Mr. Staten Island, unless, of course, you ask Vito Fossella, Frank Marano, or Johnny Tobacco. He's my good friend Joe Borelli. Joseph, good morning. How are you?
1: Well, those guys share the title. We're like the three wise men of Staten Island. You know, uh, it, 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 it's a shed. It depends on which day of the week who wears the crown of,
0: of, the, of the fifth borough. Okay, you're being very humble. Happy because... Hanukkah,
1: by the way. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. you're Thank enjoying you. it with the family. Good.
0: We are. My daughter's coming home today from college. It's a big I haven't seen her since September. You're being humble because you have told other people that uh, you are, in fact, the king of Staten Island. But you're being humble this morning. That's sweet. <laughs> That's right, that's so let, so I saw you quoted in the paper, you and um, Justin Brennan, who, I, who I'm not uh, endorsing. I'm endorsing uh, Michael Ragusa. I'm not endorsing Ari Kagan either, that turncoat, that flipper. And I wish you guys would do the same. I've been over that with you and Vicky Palladino and Inna Vernikov and the rest of you. Stay away from Kagan, and Brennan is killing this city. But I did see you uh, quoted in the paper talking about this migrant crisis. So for folks who haven't read the New York Post yet, Joe Borelli, tell them what you said. Well,
1: this is a failure that comes from the president of the United States. I mean, Title 42 was a a band-aid essentially implemented by the Trump administration, which allowed the federal government to go back to the good old days where you had a border and you could actually deport people pretty quickly when they were caught uh, illegally crossing. Now, people cross illegally all the time, and we don't even catch some of them. These are people we actually do manage to catch uh, that we were able to send back across the border now, Title 42 is going to expire. You are hearing a chorus line of not just Republicans, but Democratic elected officials from all over the country, people you don't even expect, the mayor of Denver, who you might not have never heard of, Democrat, Gavin Newsom, the Democratic governor of, of California, of course, someone who wants to be president of the United States himself. All these people, along with Mayor Eric Adams, are sounding the alarm that this is an unsustainable problem. I think it was either Milton Friedman or Milton Burrow who said <laughs> – You can have either open borders or a welfare state. You can't have both. And that's the situation we have now. We give away stuff to people who are indigent and poor here, and that's fine. When they're American citizens, that's okay. But we also have this open border problem, so more and more people are coming here. Now, rest assured, the council is having a big hearing today, a big hearing today on the migrant crisis. If you thought that it's how to solve the migrant crisis, though – you would be mistaken. The purpose of today's council hearing, I assume, and we'll see when it, when it actually kicks off in about an hour, I assume most of the members of the council are going to be worried about how much more we can give these right. migrant people.
0: Right. Uh, Johnny Tobacco checks in. He says, if we are the three wise men, Joe Borelli is baby Jesus, which I think is uh, very, very nice, actually. Well, look, whether it's Justin Brennan in today's paper, shut up. Or even my friend, the mayor, Eric Adams. The fact that now this has become a bipartisan issue is way too little too late for me. You know Borelli for a long time now. Miranda Devine and Rob Mastorino have been reporting on these overnight flights to Westchester Airport, Stewart Airport, the Biden administration, sneaking overnight, shipping us migrants. So I don't want to hear from Brennan now. I don't want to hear from even Eric. I love Mayor Adams. I don't love him. But we're getting closer because the truth is they turned the blind eye. They accept everything Joe Biden does. Now they're getting angry. A little too late for me. Look, the only Democrats who've been consistent on this
1: issue is, is Henry Coyard, Democrat from Texas, member of Congress, and the mayor of El Paso, whose name actually escapes me at the moment. But other than that— And by the way, the of mayor Democrats, of El Paso,
0: that poor bastard, has to deal with this on a much larger issue than Eric Adams. Not even close. That's my point. And, and, and kudos to these Republican governors, Greg Abbott, DeSantis, Doug Ducey, etc.,
1: who sent these people here to big media markets where they knew they would get attention— because these people were just expected to eat the cost without any help or any concern from the federal government. It wasn't until this became a press crisis for the administration that we're even able to have this discussion about how much the migrant crisis is actually costing cities. By the way, Sid, our number of a billion dollars comes from the independent budget office. It's not an Adams administration f- figure. It's not an advocate figure. It's not a, it's not a false number. It's a real Dollar amount. And that's a billion dollars less in an already crunchy budget year that we're going to have to do everything from cut the grass in the parks to (laughs) fund libraries, schools, the police department, et cetera. That's a billion dollars. That's actually more than 1% of all our revenue spending money, meaning the money that's not just a pass through from the state and federal government. It's a significant chunk of money. That's why Eric Adams is very concerned about it, and he should be.
0: Just a little more than what Eric Ulrich lost at the card tables uh, going on. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice.
1: Not friend. No,
0: listen, I love Eric. I'm actually a friend of Eric's. I, I, I hope he's doing okay. I haven't checked in with him because the guy had his phone, but I hope he's doing okay. He's uh, doing okay.
1: He's doing okay. I spoke to
0: him. Oh, you did speak to him. So, Oh, I you did. do? So uh, w- w- let me ask you this about him now that his name came up in, in a very unfortunate joke, but will there be a political future for him? Is he done? He's a smart guy. What do you think?
1: Mark my words, and I'll call it here. I think when and if he's eventually charged with something, I think it's going to be a big collective, wait, that's it? Right. From the the sort of body politic, um, you know, the the, the newspapers made him out to be, uh, you know, Fat Tony's right-hand man or something. Right. All this nonsense, and it's just not going to pan out with any of the evidence.
0: No, I agree with that. I just hope there's a political future because he is a smart kid. I do like him personally. So I hope that he, you know, after that's all said and done, because I agree with you, it'll be a big, uh, big bag of nothing. That he'll be okay. And, and Sid,
1: universally admitted by anyone in City Hall or around
0: political circles,
1: he was doing a bang up job in the Department of Buildings and an agency sh- like strife with just bureaucratic waste uh, and 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 time and 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 red tape, et cetera. He was doing a great job, and that's the worst part for the city of New believe, York oh boy. because he was a good hire.
0: Oh boy. Joe Borelli, you don't even know what you just did. You just ensured yourself that you'll be on the Sid Rosenberg Wrap-Up Show, hosted by Curtis Sliwa, every day at 1245. He's listening right now in a different studio. When he he hears you say that Eric Ulrich was doing a good job, you have just put another bullseye on your back. He disagrees.
1: If gauging a good job is whether the process of getting permits approved uh, and projects going faster and more streamless for businesses and people developing and, and and building the city of New York, like literally, then that is a good job. So I'll stand by that comment any day of the week.
0: You want to go after Curtis Lee with them when he goes after you later on this afternoon? You want to keep that for later.
1: We'll save it for later. <laughs> save it for the save it for the, the, the title fight. You know? Why are we selling out the, the, the undercard? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about this uh, January 6th deal for Donald Trump today. You know that the, uh, the committee is about to wrap things up here in a couple of moments. They're going to send at least three criminal referrals over to the DOJ in this Donald Trump. You talk about Eric Ulrich, that being a bunch of nonsense. This is on the same level as far as I'm concerned. Now, I did have on somebody earlier, Rich Lowry, who said the mar lago stuff, that may turn out to come back and bite Trump in the ass. But this right. stuff, this is nonsense. You agree?
1: Right, because the Mar-a-Lago stuff is directly linked to actions taken by President Trump. With the January 6th hearing, you have to take a group of people who who independently have committed crimes and will probably get convicted. There was convictions, I think, today uh, of people who stormed the Capitol and broke various laws. The whole purpose of the January 6th commission was to connect those people who are going to be convicted of crimes to the president in an effort to make sure he can't or will not or will be hampered – in a future run. That was always the purpose, and today we're going to see the culmination. It's like, you know, it's like the fat lady singing at the end of the opera. We all know it's coming, uh, and in this case, it'll be Adam Schiff uh, and, and, and all his gaggle of geese.
0: What do you think about this, um, the Tupac, uh, the guy related to Tupac who killed the cop who has now been allowed out? There'll be parole for the, during the Brink slay. You know this story?
1: Of course, yeah. No, I mean, this is... This is par for the course uh, in the modern American culture. I mean, we have seen, uh, I think, uh, I remember d- during the campaign, I put out a list of, I think it was 39 convicted cop killers who were paroled in New York State under Governor Andrew Cuomo and under now Governor uh, Kathy d- Hochul. Did you say uh,
0: 39 but-
1: Yes, don't quote me on that. I put out a list. I'll have to find it. The PBA. Uh, listen, actually, uh, listen Joe, me. Joe,
0: I don't care if you cut that list in half. If you told me it was 19, the fact that Andrew Cuomo has done that, he parades around this radio station all over the city like he's got all the answers, like he's the man, you know, because you get to keep his $5 million on the rest of that stuff. If it's 19, that's way too many. What a scumbag. I'll dig
1: through my tweets from back then, and I'll find the exact number, but it is an eye-opening, eye-popping, uh, disgusting number where this state has decided to free people who were either killed or were involved in crimes that led to the, to the murder of police officers. Uh, this is sort of the new standard practice that even if you commit one of the most heinous and, and reprehensible crimes you can in a civilized society, you still may have some light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm, I'm not surprised anymore When you hear cases like this, and the only reason we're hearing about this case is because it's Tupac's father. Right. Uh, How many of those 39 did we not hear about? We heard about Anthony Bottom and some of the bigger names, but the majority of these people were quietly released and are living out their final days uh, with their friends and family, uh, a right that was not afforded to the law enforcement officers that they killed.
0: Joe Borelli, as always, that's a great conversation. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you for all you've done over the years with me and Bernard and now me. And I look forward to some great conversations again in 2023. Happy holidays, bud. All the love. You Thank too. You too. Enjoy
1: the holiday with the family. Take Thank the you, eye. Joe.
0: There he is, the great Joe Borelli folks, Republican councilman here in New York, 51st District, also the minority speaker, the leader uh, in that uh, council, and uh, just an all-around terrific guy. Thank you to Joe Borelli.